You hear that? It's four quarters. Left in a pair of cargo shorts, now clinking around in the dryer. But it's also the sound of a whole dollar of deliciousness. Because on McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of a crispy tender McChicken sandwich or any size refreshing sweet tea or soft drink. Nice, right? So grab that change. Wow, those are hot. Find more one dollar favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Black Friday episode of Now the Beer Goes Christian Hopping. Today is January 13, 2019. We would like to share a prayer with all of you who risk it all to seek and share truth for the betterment of humanity. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Eternal Affairs Media and DarkDocs.com. Welcome to Dark Docs Digest number 12. Today we're going to be talking about kinder drag. We're going to be talking about children in the drag queen culture, workplace uh, a very adult workplace, and we always thought it was a bad idea from the get-go. It never rubbed us right. A lot of our more liberal or kind of uh, quote-unquote progressive friends are like, oh, what's the big deal? You're against kids in dresses. We're not. You know, if, you, if you, as a parent, have a kid that wants to wear a dress that's a boy or whatever, that's not the issue, and that's what they keep using as a misdirection when actually there's much more going on, and they won't even address it. They'll say, ah, that's not, you're crazy. Well, they slipped up this time. Uh, there's this photo circulating of Lactatia, Queen Lactatia, which of course is Spanish for a lactating woman. This young boy is in a, a, a black dress, which I don't care about. What I do care about is that he's with a practically naked man. The only thing covering this guy's body is, it's hard to tell. It looks like he has something in front of his pubes, but, um, or it could just be, uh, you know, just like a very sharply shaven pube. It's hard to tell. Photo's a little grainy, but it was on Queen Lactatia's Instagram, and here's a screenshot of that. This is on the Daily Wire. It was posted, uh, child drag queen pictured with naked, uh, naked winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Ten-year-old boy drag kid for a photograph with naked adult drag queen. On Monday, ten-year-old Canadian boy Nimis Quinn Melancon Golden was featured in a troubling Huck magazine piece highlighting the life of so-called, quote, child drag queens. Young Nimis, whose drag name is Queen Lactitia, was shot by photographer Jonathan Frederick Turton for the spread. In one of the shots that did not make the magazine, 
Namis in full drag makeup and a black dress is posing for a photo with the season 7 winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, Violet Chachki. In the shocking photo, Violet is wearing nothing but a pair of heels and a small piece of fabric covering his genitals, so they say. As seen in the screenshot below, interviewed and photographed Queen Lakisha for Huck Magazine, about life as a child drag queen posted Turton. The Instagram video has been removed. A lot has been removed with from this whole thing that you will see. And it goes on. And uh, what's interesting about this is that if you uh, go to the Twitter post that that print screen is from, there's a whole thread and there's actually some pretty good stuff. They have the link to the Huck Mag which is here. And of course, uh, they, they mention how it's kind of odd that you have uh, Lactatia, that, that's uh, his mom uh, right next to him, but with his legs spread wide, right open with his hands on, on his crotch pretty much. And then, um, yeah, and then part of that same shoot was this photo. So, you know, we saw this coming a mile away. And, of course, we have um, Desmond is Amazing, who we talked about last time, dressing up like Gwen Stefani, dancing to just a girl in a bar with a bunch of adult men handing dollars like a stripper and the hashtag Kinder Drag and how they're trying to, you know, keep pushing the envelope here. There's nothing innocent about a young boy or a young girl, anyone under the age of 18, some would argue 21, should be posing with naked adults. They shouldn't be doing things with uh, with adults, and they shouldn't be getting felt up by adults. Parents or not, there's actually a video going around was in the Dark Docs network of the star of Aquaman with his two daughters, and he has his arms around them. Some Joe Biden has been doing this stuff, and where you know you'll be talking to somebody else while you have your arm around for the photo op with whoever you're with, and then you just kind of let your hand hang down and start rubbing on the breast of whoever, you know, in this case, it's the daughter. See if we can pull up this video. Oh, wait. Attachment unavailable. Yep, it's been removed. And then there's this video. All right, here we go. He looks kind of fucked up. Like, he doesn't usually look like that. He looks like he's, like, on something. His eyes are all cross-eyed and fucked up. So it has something to do with ramming a fist up something, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, there might be a cultural difference. I, I don't care where you're from. I just, I think it's weird to, I mean, we we have uh, nieces and my son's friends that are girls, you know, eight, nine. Even if they were over 18, like, I wouldn't have my arm around a girl and, and be grabbing her. I mean, even, even if I was, you know, with them and we were dating, like, in public anyway, I mean, maybe, like, when no one's looking, if if you're, you're an item or something or you're dating or something, but I just don't think nonchalantly, you know, putting your arm around a neck and then just kind of like letting your fingers just kind of dance around breast is, uh, you know, it, it's it's weird. I mean, it, it's I'm just not comfortable with it. I mean, uh, let me know what you guys think. If you guys want to comment on this on 
any of the Socinets or something. And what's pretty interesting also, going back to this Lactatia thing, the post that was originally on Instagram, it, we only have the print screen because that has been removed. And on Twitter, Johnny Turton, the photographer, he has removed his twitter.com forward slash Johnny Turton page as well after all of this. So, you know, they're kind of trying the waters out. And when they're getting called out by the people, they retract pretty quickly. In other news, law and order director arrested on child pornography charges. Authorities say he sent video of young girls engaging in sex acts. Johnny Jace. Alexander, director of the TV series Law & Order, was arrested on child pornography charges Wednesday, accused of possessing and disseminating video of young girls engaging in sex acts. Alexander, 50, of Dobb Ferry, New York, was accused of using an internet torrent service to send a video in June that showed a 12- or 13-year-old girl stripping and masturbating, according to court documents obtained by the New York Post. He also had a video file of a 6-8-year-old performing sexual acts on herself, investigators said. Alexander was charged with promoting a sexual performance by a child and possessing an obscene sexual performance by a child, according to Variety. He faces a maximum of seven years in state prison if convicted. He posted a $10,000 bail and is due in Dobbs Ferry Court on November 19th. There's been a lot of pedo news, uh, actually. I uh, hear from Natural News. California is about to pass the Medical Pedophiles Protection Act to criminal journalists for posting videos that document medical abuse of children, seniors, and surgical patients. As yet more proof that you're living in a totalitarian police state regime run by a mentally insane criminal named Jerry Brown and Nancy Pelosi, California is about to pass a law that would explicitly criminalize undercover investigative videos of all, quote, health care providers. This means any journalist who records nursing home abusing elderly patients would be thrown in jail alongside the parents who are now being criminalized by the vaccine mandate SB 277. So some pretty alarming stuff there. SB 277 was just the beginning of Governor Brown's totalitarian violation of fundamental human rights. The bill would criminalize publishing undercover video footage of healthcare providers and subjects third party, including journalists, to penalties for reporting and distributing the illegally recorded footage, reports allgov.com. Under AB 1671, a journalist receiving and posting footage from an anonymous source would be punished by the state as well as uh, be opened up to potential civil lawsuits. Whistleblowers would not be exempt from the proposed either, regardless of how they obtain the illegal footage. Doctors who rape patients under anesthesia can now count on the corrupt state government of California to protect their privacy from investigative journalists who film them to expose their abusive assault. Abortion, chop shop, organ harvesting factories, also known as Planned Parenthood, would also be safe from the scrutiny that comes from the investigative journalism that recently caught their principles on tape 
admitting to harvesting intact human heads and other body parts from partially born living, breathing babies who are then killed on the site so that their valuable organs can be collected and sold off for medical science. The Medical Pedophiles Protection Act criminalizes journalism, free speech, and the exploiting of medical predators who target children. Yes, California is about to become North Korea, and Assembly Bill AB 1671 codifies it into law. Another thing I wanted to talk about in Pedo News is Surviving R. Kelly, the Lifetime miniseries about the R&B artist and producer R. Kelly and his pedo problem. There's a difference between R. Kelly and Robert. R. Kelly is this fun, laughing, loving guy. But Robert is the devil. Is the devil. R. Kelly is at the top of the charts, but he may be in for a fall. He was arrested today on 21 counts of child pornography. Kelly is accused of videotaping himself having sex with an underage girl. Taking advantage of minors will not be tolerated. Jurors found him not guilty on all charges. Robert has said all along he would be clear to these terrible charges. Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! Milk R. Kelly! that she's here. She's not. R. Kelly has denied accusations that he's holding women against their will in a sex cult. He gave said he loves you so much. I've never introduced her to him. I should have never introduced her to him. He's the puppet master. It was very scary because I knew at that moment I had a secret. Sparkle is alleged to have received significant payment. I didn't take the money because I can't be bought. He ain't a monster by himself. It took some help. I was just ready to get the hell out of there. Black women don't get the same recognition as our white counterparts. And I wish that would change. A grown man, 50-something years old. That's not acceptable. Nowhere. Nowhere. So I saw the first episode of this Surviving R. Kelly uh, so far. And, uh, yep, I mean, it's nothing new to me. But I think it's pretty interesting how it is sending shockwaves through the black community as I am reading through Twitter and people kind of getting woke uh, to the institutionalized pedophilia. The documentary talks about how R. Kelly had sex with the singer Aaliyah when she was only 14 years old on a tour bus and how they kind of flirted and suggested and they were being kind of coy about their relationship. They were married. And on the marriage certificate, it said she was 18 when she was not. And then a couple years later, in 2001, she dies in a plane crash. And it also talks about historical precedent, where Elvis was with a 14-year-old. Jerry Lee Lewis was with his uh, underage cousin. And uh, it's something that's kind of been overlooked 
for a long time in these kind of positions of power in the entertainment business. So I'm going to keep up on that miniseries. Something else that uh, I I saw that is uh, a cause that is very close to me personally was the anti-circumcision movement. There is a documentary on Netflix right now called American Circumcision. And I'm going to play the trailer for that. This is uh, something... All of this has to do with consent. As a libertarian, as a human being, if someone is trying to do something to your body that you aren't okay with, it, it, it should be illegal. It is against your will. It is being done to you out of your control. And if you are under the age of consent for said activity, it should be illegal because you cannot consent. And circumcision is one of those things that a baby can't consent. If if you are an adult and you want to have a circumcision, good. And then some people make the argument that, oh, well, it's unhealthy to be natural. Yeah, you know how to design a human body better than... And I hear this from Christians, people that are supposed to have blind obedience and faith to a God that is supposed to be perfect, but, oh, but you messed up the penis, you got to do this to it in order for it to work properly. It's just total cognitive dissonance and believing literally two different things at the same time. So here's the trailer for that. The obsessive epiphany. It's the moment when you realize that there's more here than meets the eye. And you're going deeper and deeper and getting more and more horrified and more and more angry. Circumcision is the most common surgery most in America. Not circumcised. There's no medical society in the world that recommends routine infant circumcision. Yet America is still the only country that routinely practices circumcision in non-religious ways. Groups. The intactivism. Intactivism is a worldwide movement of people who believe that all children have a right to keep the genitals they were born with. Men ask, why was this forced on me? And it's my body, it should be my choice. I didn't want the procedure performed at all. This is a huge activist cause, and we will win. The benefit to risk ratio of circumcision is 14 to 1. So it really is a shame that the rates of the procedure have really declined. Those who oppose circumcision, they should desist. Major claims require major proof. When you make a major claim that we doctors can improve upon the human body by removing organs, you've got to show me major proof. There are a lot of people here that just think, oh, it's a little flap of skin. They don't know that it's being crushed and twisted and then sliced off. Does that look like a piece of equipment that should be on a baby's penis? I did them without anesthesia. They scream. But they scream if they're wet, if they're they're hungry, and so on like that. It's okay to talk about African mutilation, but this is America. We can't talk about, you know, hurting our young boys. I'm a multiply orgasmic male, and I get my multiple orgasms from parts of my penis that I would not have if I were circumcised. If you only knew, foreskin feels really good. PEPFAR will provide circumcisions for almost a half a million of boys and men. Supporters of a circumcision ban have gathered enough signatures to put that measure on the ballot in November. Anytime that I am at a circumcision, people know something's off. Not all Jews are for maintaining 
this tradition. How did a Jewish ritual become an American custom? The AAP just entrains us to think it's the parent's choice. What kind of person are you if you think it's someone's choice to tie a baby down and cut them up? This is the human rights issue of the 21st century, the American human rights issue. It permeates so much of our culture, and we don't talk about it. Circumcision fundamentally changes you forever. You can learn more at circumcisionmovie.com. I think it, uh, I thought that the documentary was very well done. Covered a lot of different topics, including foreskin restoration, which a large percent of men that were circumcised miss it. They they want it back. It is removal of a a lot of unreplaceable membranes, different pleasure sensors, and more than that, protection from chafing. Uh, it what really blew me away is the whole section on how when a circumcised man is having sex versus when an uncircumcised man is having sex, the gliding that happens. When you're natural, I shouldn't even say uncircumcised, when you're a natural man and you are gliding into a female, you're going to have less friction, which which means more pleasure, because you're gliding within yourself and then within the woman, whereas when you're circumcised, there's way more friction and you're just rubbing skin, which can cause other problems. So you're really redesigning the whole way sex works into a more friction-filled, painful, maybe requiring more lubricant. Uh, and, I mean, any time that doctors say that there's health benefits, if you look historically, it's whatever was going around. So if it was the plague, get circumcised so you don't get the plague. If it was the flu... Get circumcised so you don't get the flu. Whatever the epidemic of the time was, historically, you will have pro-circumcision people that are, are just trying to make it the catch-all for that. In addition to that, there are uh, Jewish uh, circumcision rituals that the uh, moil or the rabbi who is doing the cutting sucks the blood off of the bleeding penis and some of these uh, moils have had STDs, which the, had the low immune system of the child ended up killing them. And But yet they say that you can prevent STDs by having a circumcision, which doesn't make any sense. All those statistics are completely skewed on this whole topic. And I'm, I'm just, I'm really proud to be like a natural, untampered with human being man that my son is intact, and hopefully we can keep this tradition of leaving children's genitals alone. They also talk about female genital mutilation and how the pediatric association is saying, oh, nicking the, the clitoris of a female is beneficial and should not be outlawed, but fortunately it is outlawed here in the U.S., because it does cause PTSD in patients, and there's all kinds of studies that show that it messes with your psyche. You were taken, in my opinion, sexually abused and mutilated 
at a, such a young age, no wonder we have a generation of men that are totally detached from their sexuality, totally detached from their true self, and they're hostile, and they, uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm very grateful, and I'm not trying to knock anyone that had, had a circumcision. You know, you're a victim, man, and, and I'm sorry. You know, you did not consent to that. It happened to you, and, and you're doing the best you can with the cards you were dealt, and that's all we can do in life. But if you have a kid, don't do it. It's just that simple. Don't circumcise your kids. All you have to do is search for a Jewish circumcision blood-sucking, and here you go. There's a picture of this moil sucking the penis of a baby boy, sucking the blood. And these these blood-curdling screams that you will hear from these babies as their foreskin is sliced off, or some of these instruments, they use a clamp that screws down and actually crushes. And with all of those delicate nerve endings, you just came into this world, and there's trauma already with that sometimes. And the last thing you need is a bunch of people around you speaking in tongues and, and cutting parts of your body off. And then they're like, oh, well, sometimes they just fall asleep when most of the time doctors misread falling asleep for actual post-traumatic shock. You actually you, you shut down psychologically because your arms and your legs sometimes are being tied down or you're being held down by different people and there's nothing you can do physically to stop the thing from happening to you. So as a survival mechanism, you you shut down psychologically. You close your eyes and you kind of just pass out and then wake up and, and now a part of you is missing. So that's something that I, I definitely wanted to uh, to bring up on this episode. It, it, it really just comes down to consent. All of these things, whether it's rape, whether you know it's pedophilia, whether it's taking your kid around naked men and taking photos, they can't consent to that stuff. So let's stop trying to force our adults' twisted ideas on innocent kids and let them just live their lives and figure things out in due time in the right ways in order for them not to be damaged human beings like a lot of their parents and their parents. We are the bastard children of bastard children, and it's time for us to evolve, man. It's time for us to really step back and think about how these things affect us and how they're going to affect the future generations and societies. And I think the first step is to let kids be kids, educate them, make sure that they're healthy, and stop trying to corrupt them with our sleazy, fucked up, sex, adult life poison styles. And maybe we'll have a chance at this thing. If you haven't already, definitely check out darkdocs.com and our new documentary film, Sacred Owls. They are here to save the world. Over three hours and 46 minutes with eight new documentaries, 16 music videos, and much more. 
You can see previews of coming attractions, including Pizzagate and Esoteric Agenda. Our tour to the Gates of the Bohemian Grove footage from 2012, 2014, 2016. And we went to the Bohemian Club, which is actually a whole separate building in San Francisco, about over an hour away on the bay. And that is where we discovered a really interesting mural that has like a baby being sold or auctioned off with a bunch of people standing around with like coin purses, you know, bidding on this child, it seems like. We went to the, the Denver airport and have some coverage of their creepy Illuminati world government's children and caskets mural and how they released the den files in order to kind of be apologists. Uh, for their creepy occult artwork. We went to Boys Town, Nebraska. We went to the Georgia Guidestones and the White House. There's a lot of really interesting stuff, all available for free download at darkdocs.com. And, of course, if you would like a copy on DVD, you can simply click here. And it's free shipping worldwide $13 flat, no matter where you are, we'll send you a copy. So um, the more you give, the more we have resources to bring you all of this media, all of this deconstruction, and infotainment. This is Christian Coffin signing off. If you find value in these broadcasts, please invest in your education and sanity at Eternal Affairs Media and DarkDocs.com. We hope the information you received was beneficial to your quest for truth and justice. Please visit us online at DarkDocs.com to download shows, movies, other podcasts, CBS documents, music, and much more for free. No advertisements, no sign-ups, no terms of use. No censorship, no control. This is information warfare. This is the end of the transmission. What does your morning sound like? Uh, goodbye, baby. She's finally asleep. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? Mm. Here's to making your morning routine a little better with a delicious breakfast from McDonald's. Right now at McDonald's, get a sausage biscuit and hash browns or sausage McMuffin and hash browns, each pairing for just $1.50. Price and participation may vary. For a limited time, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. You hear that? It's four quarters left in a pair of cargo shorts now clinking around in the dryer. But it's also the sound of a whole dollar of deliciousness. Because a McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of a crispy tender McChicken sandwich or any size refreshing sweet tea or soft drink. Nice, right? So grab that change. Wow, those are hot. Find more one dollar favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra.